Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 423. And today we're going to be looking at the shadow of gene key number five, impatience, the repressive and reactive nature, which is pessimistic slash pushy. Repressive is the pessimistic, reactive is pushy. And um, yesterday we looked at the nature of impatience is really just having, um, don't trust in God, not trusting the universe. Um, and uh, um, and that's what we're all dealing now with um, because we're seeing so much stuff going on and, and, and we're losing our patience. Of uh, We want things our way, when we want it, how we want them. And it's not really working like that. So we really need to sink back into our organic connection to the flow of the universe. And uh, this is the job. This is the movement from the shadow to the gift. And today we're going to be looking at how do you recognize this stuff? How? Because impatience, what is impatience? What does it actually even mean? But when you're looking at the re- at the repressive side, it's going to be pessimistic because now it's a collapsed consciousness, and uh, it, you've you've pretty much given up. But the pushy is really the reactive. It's still trying to make it make God fit in a box. You know, it needs to be happening like this because of this, and it's just the work of the mind. And we've been looking into that. It's kind of like a segue from Jinky number four, trying to fit God in a box, right? And then you go into Jinky number five, and now it's impatience for life. If you're new to the podcast, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. And at the very bottom, you want to see a link called uh, Jinkies. It's a tab. And listen to episode 256 and that kind of like get you started with understanding the hologenetic profile and how to use this magnificent tool to heal your uh, your subconscious, heal all of these uh, shadows, these misunderstandings of reality that become these leaks of attention and they are lurking in our unconscious. We need to bring that stuff to the conscious, become aware of it. And stop trying to fix them, because that's that's the big <laughs> that's the big thing. We're trying to fix the baddies, right? But it's not about that. It's really just about becoming aware, becoming aware, and allow it to be, because we all are complete beings, vast beings with so much presence in so many dimensions, and we have decided that only just a part, a portion of us needs to be exposed, needs to be known. And that's how we have been trained and educated in this reality. You need to be only this, but not that, right? And so, um, but these parts of ourselves that uh, we haven't been able to process uh, from since we were children, they require attention. They require our attention. And uh, since uh, we decided that we don't want people to know this stuff, they have become unconscious and now there's leaks of energy, and that's why we don't have all the energy to do all the things we want to do, because there are these unconscious leaks of energy. And that's why we're looking at the jinky, so that we can rescue this. This is parts of ourselves. This is just at the very core of every, of every shadow. There's always a wounded child. There's always a frightened child. 
And that's what we are. All of us, we have this frightened parts of ourselves that are afraid of losing control. They're afraid of, of being, you know, pushed aside. In, in their 64 basic ways of looking at this with six different variants each. So we have 384, am I right? 384 different ways that we're all doing that. And that's just generalizing, right? Because every single one of us have our personal experience. But uh, all of that stuff, you know, get started with that and learning how to read the hologenetic profile. All of that is on that tab, the Jinkies tab. And uh, there's also links to the Jinkies website and you can get the book and all that stuff there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab and uh, listen to episode one. And that'll give you the idea of what's the main goal of this podcast, right? Our main goal here. Um, um, you know, we're working on our inner inner healing because it's the most important because the most important thing for you is your life. Ultimately, the most important thing for every one of us is our lives. You know, yes, we need to take care of the world and we need to take care of the things that are the consequences of all these misunderstandings of reality. But ultimately, uh, uh, without healing ourselves, then we can't do anything for the world. But the, ultimately, the world, the work we're doing here is integrated, the microcosm and the macrocosm, right? We become aware of our shadows, and we also have to become aware of the shadows of the world. And this is why we have our news tab also at the bottom of TV. You click on that one, it'll take you to a page where we have a Telegram link, and we're posting all the stuff, all the news there that is currently being sent, there are currently being censored worldwide, the stuff they don't want you to know because the old power structure is collapsing and uh, and uh, and they are desperately holding on to power, you know, trying to push more and more overt uh, tyrannical measures that are becoming, uh, you know, obvious. And that is when they become weak because um, the whole thing is to become subvert. To be subversive, right, is to be subtle, to to do all of these things with a big smile and a lie, right? And these are the consequences of the shadow. The shadow becomes this. This is what we are. Every one of us, we, we have, I'm not, I'm not saying that we are that, right? What I'm saying is this is where it comes from. When we are not taking care of the wounded child within ourselves, the frightened child within ourselves, it lashes out and it evolves. And the more that we close our heart, the more it becomes into a monster and it evolves into these things that become social movements and become um, tyrannical regimes and, and subversive uh, uh, um, takeovers, right? And that's what we're experiencing right now with this whole sham of the pandemic and their, you know, the push for the bioweapons so that, you know, they could kill as many people without them figuring out they're killing them. But that's what's going on right now. And that is the consequence of the inner lack of work, of lack of inner work. If we were to be taught this as a child, you know, as children, then we would have a different, a whole different reality. And that is the goal of this, uh, of this podcast, to bring that in the future as the old power structure dissolves, down, dive into that void that is creating and put a completely different future in, in, in place. One where we can understand that no matter what, we are infinitely loved. That's our nature. That's, that's our connection with God. We have never been disconnected. But we believe so because this reality is so advanced 
that um, we have to play this um, this theater, this 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 um, this amusement park that we have here, and it has to be so real, right? That that we have to believe that we're lost and alone and 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 disconnected and unloved, that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy of love, that we can we need to be hiding. Right. And we need to be working and it's hard and, and there's no money and there's no success and there's no, you know, love. And all of these things makes us these are catalyst to, to, to for us to change. And we're going to be talking today about this repressive nature and reactive nature and how it comes a point where there is really nothing that you can do for another person, which is going through what we call the dark night of the soul. There is nothing that you can do for a pessimistic decision at some point uh, if you really go this real, this route of impatience where you have decided that God is in the, there, there's no God. There's, there, nobody's going to come here. You know, there's no magic. There's no beauty. There's no love, you know, and, and, and you can't trust the universe because it never delivers, right? And it never delivers. And I've experienced this through, I have personal experience of this. I was there. Not full on, because I really, you know, tried to keep myself alive. You know, I really went all the way to the brink. But it comes a time when you decide that you can't trust the universe. You can't trust God because it doesn't deliver. And when you have reached that point, you have become pessimistic. And this is the repressive side of the, the shadow of the gene key number five, impatience. You have given up. And now everything is looking like it's not going to work out. And 20 years pass and, 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 and there you still. But here's the reason why. And this is, this is my own personal experience. Many people might have a different experience. But in my experience, what happens is that you got stuck in a fear. And then you stop going to the uh, to the danger zone, if you want to call it, out of the of the of the uh, comfort zone. You stepped on the comfort zone because you were afraid, and you stop moving. You stop exerting motion in your life, and then the magic ended. And when that thing apparently never ended, it's just that the magic exists outside of the comfort zone. You need to go where. Where life is happening, right? And so if you're in the comfort zone, everything's okay, everything's fine, you're, you're fed, you have whatever, but the magic is not happening and you're unhappy. And then, and, and, and it could, could be happening in a job, it could happen in a relationship, it could happen in, you know, uh, a business that you have or whatever. Things get to a, a stagnant point and you got to make that breakthrough. But it, 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 this is the thing: is that when we get to that point, you could be an, it could be an addiction, you know, it could be, it could be a, 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 you know, a behavior that gets out of control and, and creates chaos, right? But there is really no one that can take you out of that one. It needs to be a decision, and usually, uh, well, not usually. Some people break through with a decision, but a lot of the times, life has to create uh, a, an event. That will push you through because now you don't have a choice. It could be an accident. It could be a disease. It could be something that really shatters that, that, that box that we've put ourselves because we're afraid. We can't trust God. I'm not manifesting. Things are not happening. The magic is gone. And this is the epitome of impatience in the repressive side, right? 
because it becomes absolutely pessimistic. And then there's the reactive nature. And we're going to look into that. So let's dive into what uh, Richard Rudd um, uh, has written about this repressive nature, pessimistic. Like I always say, I'm not a teacher of anything. This is my daily study. I'm studying this stuff myself. As I read it, I contemplate it, I talk about it, you learn that this thing exists, and then you can you know, check it out and see if it works for you. Um, so let's uh, dive into the repressive nature, pessimistic, right? The repressive nature of the fifth shadow of impatience, right? Pessimism is really rooted in impatience. One of the key features of all repressive natures is collapse, so this is something we're going to be looking at all of the jinkies we're going to be going over. Every repressive nature is the collapse of consciousness. I've given up. Life sucks. It's it's over. It's not working. It's not it's not worthy enough. It, we can't move forward. They've given up. This is the repressive nature of the of the shadows, right? So if you have a repressive nature and we all swing back and forth from this stuff. So don't, don't say like, oh, you, you have this and I don't have this and, you know, you're good than me and all of that crap. It, it doesn't exist. We all swing back and forth from repressive to reactive to the gift to back and forth. So it's, it's really about understanding that we have this gamut of experience and, and eventually you start on, you start be, you start experiencing life in the gift rather than in the shadow. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to swing back, right? And we have propensities for some jinkies other than, than, than another, other jinkies. That's why we're looking into the hologenetic profile because he has all of the map. And, and here's the thing about it. Like you can look at the 11 jinkies on your map and you know, and you understand, okay, this is my very specific blueprint. But the way that I see it is it's we all are the 64 jinkies. When you start studying the entire thing, and we're going to get into that because last year we got into the 11. We went through the entire map. Next year, we're going to be looking into the rings. And then we're going to start looking into this geometry of the entire map and how it fits, how we each one of us as an individual fits within the entire whole. And and but it's uh this is obviously the work of a lifetime to look at all of this, these very specific building blocks of reality archetypes of of consciousness, right? But when we understand when we're looking at this collapse, right, we're gonna be seeing that collapse on every repressive nature, and 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 like I said, also this repressive nature. Uh, some people have a bit more of a reactive nature. They're going to be lashing out. And a lot of people are going to be more repressive. Some people swing back and forth. And then, but when you understand that you don't have to, and it, it's all, it all comes down to trust. Trust in the universe, trust in life, and trust in your own movement forward. Because life isn't going to give you anything unless you start moving. And so this is when magic starts happening. But... When we're looking at this pessimistic, right, repressive nature, we're looking at a collapse of consciousness. And we were looking at jinky number one when we were talking about jinky number one. That's depression. Depression was the repressive side of jinky number one, right? Entropy. Every one of these jinkies on the repressive side, it's going to be a collapse, an inner inner in disconnection when you close your heart to the world and now you're disconnected from from life 
So when, when impatience drives a person to give up on life, it manifests as pessimism. Pessimism is nothing but the vestige, the mark of a complete loss of the rhythm of one's life. And we were talking about rhythm yesterday. I think yesterday we were talking about the rhythm. That is the nature of, of uh, I think it was, it was, no, the day before yesterday, we were talking about the end of time because we're going into timelessness. That's the city of this jinky, right? And so at the very, at the very end, it's about understanding uh, the nature of the illusion of time and how it's because it doesn't exist because what we really have is rhythm. When we step out of rhythm is when we start, we, we step out of, of the order of the universe. And it happens in conversations. It happens in, in interactions. You can, you can really see yourself when you're not really flowing with the nature of the moment. Every experience is different. Every conversation with every person is different. There's a flow. Some people talk faster, other people talk slower. And, and when you flow with this, there's a rhythm. And then there's magic in that rhythm and there's movement and moving forward. But sometimes we step into the, into the, move, into the movement, right? And, and, and that we'll look at, we're going to be looking at, at the pushy side, the, re, the reactive nature, pushy, right? But in this case, when we're on the, rea- on the repressive nature, there's an absolute collapse. There is no more flow. There is a completely given up. Life sucks. Nothing's fucking going to work. The government is like a shit and we're not getting out of here. There's no future. There's no hope. Why even get out of bed? You know, I might just get, you know, become a heroin addict. And, you know, people have to go through the experiences in order to get to the other side. Because this is what happens with a pessimistic nature that really reaches the end of impatience. It's going to go in a downward spiral, right? Um. It's an expression of a deep-seated fear that nothing can or will ever get better. Pessimism pulls one into a downward spiral, feeding on itself over and over until it finally ends in crisis, in a crisis of some kind or some kind of psychological and or nervous collapse. Because it degenerates, it goes downward spiral, it keeps going down, 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 down. It's getting worse and worse. And since we are attention, this is how the divine light of creation flows into this reality through our attention. And our our attention is like, world sucks. God says, well, you know, your wish is my command. I've given you free will, and this is how we enact our free will through our attention. We're putting our attention in something and that very specific experience is going to flow into our reality. And so we're going on a downward spiral and we cannot see the light. We cannot see the possibilities. We cannot see the options because we don't believe in them. But these all will reach eventually a, a, a collapse, a, some kind of a, you know crisis. So if a person has been swept into pessimism, there is nothing proactive they can do to break free. Here's the thing, you know, to really accept the fact that uh, I remember this movie, um, Little Miss Sunshine, I think. And it's the movie about this little girl that goes on a pageant around uh, driving with her family. And it's a r- ridiculous reason, right? But the whole movie is about the the drive, right? And there was this beautiful moment when the brother finally realizes 
that he is colorblind and he can't, his dream was to be a, an air pilot, right? And, and he's not going to be able to be an air pilot because he, he's, he's colorblind. And he's just, just runs out of the van and screaming and bitching. And the dad, the dad has this, he's like a personal development, you know, you know, guru wannabe that just talks about being positive and you have to be this. It's a bunch of bullshit, right? It's hilarious because that is really, he's actually the lead character of the story, the, the dad, because he's the one who has the transformation at the end. It's a beautiful movie. You might want to check it out again. But anyway, the, the, the son, the brother, gets out and, and you know, he doesn't want to hear the bullshit. He doesn't want to hear anything. You don't want to, you know, a person that's really going through all of this, you can't go and try to help them or heal them. That is actually a disservice that you're doing them because they need to go all the way down, down the downward spiral, all the way to the rich push, all the way down bottom where they hit that crisis. And that is that is the divine gift because that's going to ignite their fire again. This the brother just at some point is just crying and freaking out. And then the, the little sister just come and hugs him. He just comes and hugs him. And that is what we're here to do. Just hug each other. We're not here to tell each other what to do and how to move forward. Why do I know what you need? We have no idea what anybody needs. We barely know what we need. But we can hug each other. And we can make each other laugh. And we can be, we can make that reach out to just, you know, hey, I'm here. And so that's a very big difference, but there is no way that you can help them break free. There is no way that they can break free. That was just an example, not necessarily that he was pessimistic on that movie, but that's an example of what happens because we're always trying to, like if we see, I don't know, but I've had this for my life a long time, you know, trying to help people that are like depressed, you know, you can't. They are what they are. They have their own journey. And when you learn to let them do their journey, and that is that is a, that is a, now you're now you're being of service. It's a disservice to do not let them go through their experience. It's a it's a hard thing to choose, right? So as your as their friend or as an observer, you must trust that life will create a crisis for them because eventually it will, and only such a breakdown or breakthrough has enough energy to snap them out of their pattern. It's just a hard one to, to digest, really accepting that sometimes the best medicine is really life. Life itself, there's no books, there's no training, there's no jinkies that will help you, right? It's going to be that hard crash. And and so I've heard friends, you know, you're seeing them going down the spiral and you're like, oh my God, I can't do anything. They won't listen to me. The same thing with this whole you know, uh, insanity that we've been living in the last two, three years, you're seeing them going down the hill, like throwing themselves off like lemmings. Go get your third shot. And now they have, you know, blood clots and myocarditis and AIDS. And this this shit's happening. It is happening. But you couldn't do anything. And, and this is not necessarily related with, you know, specifically with pessimism because they might be very optimist and they might be, they're delusional. They're, they're, they're uh, hypnotized, right? But it's that same thing, you know, letting people have their own journey. Now, let's look at the reactive nature. Reactive nature is pushy. This is, this is that energy that, that clo- it's always the closed heart. The shadow is the closed heart, right? 
but now it's it's lashing out. It's instead of 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 just bowing down to the fact that they're down the bottom of you know they can't find an answer. They have collapsed. They have to push out, complain, argue. It's the anger. We're going up the Kundalini right from the, you know, now the repressive nature is the second seal, the second chakra, right? And we're going out to the third, which is that, uh, um, you know, the energy that now there's energy, there's fire, but still the heart is closed because we haven't got to the fourth, the Anahata, right? The fourth seal. And that's where the heart opens up. That's the gift. That's the, that's the bridge because the, the gift really comes out from the throat. But in the third seal, this is where the, where the reactive nature comes out, right? So this is the anger version of pessimism and it's called pushiness because it's pessimism, but now it's angry. It's not collapsed. So this is simply a different type of nervous system than the, than the person that has a, re, a repressive nature. The pessimistic is, has a very different nervous system. It's le, it has less flow of electricity on the nervous system. A pushy person has more flow of electricity. That's all it is. So it manifests in a different way. So, um, and it reacts to impatience in an extroverted manner rather than collapsing inwards. Pushy people are constantly trying to force life's flow. What we were talking about a little bit ago, you know, life has a rhythm, organic rhythm. Every experience has a rhythm and we got to learn how to flow with it, right? But when you are impatient, you want your way, you have something that you have in mind. We don't know what the mystery of the universe is. I have no idea what God has for me. Right? I have my dreams and my visions and my creations and my intent and I put all of that stuff. But when you actually have the experience, the universe is going to give you a composite of so much more and stuff that you don't even know because you have in the unconscious. And so it's really about learning how to ride that rhythm when it's happening. So the pushiness in all of us, right? Because if you have a jinky number five, whatever position in the map, you got to contemplate that very specific sphere. And that jinky, and then you add that line to that, and you're going to have this very specific contemplation, right? But in general, this pushy impatience is, um, it's the way, it's really all, all, it's really trying to push God into a box. So these people push others around becoming irritated and aggravated and can suddenly lash out for no apparent reason. These people also tend to manifest very inharmonious situations where natural timing is out of synchronization and nothing seems easy, as though life were deliberately blocking one's path. And this is, again, it's about rhythm. Rhythm is about timing. When we're jamming with a band, you're playing music, it's all about reaching the note on the beat, Right. If you I mean, you could start playing avant garde stuff and creating crazy stuff. And, and if you're really advanced, like in your jazz, you take that rhythm to a whole other level. Now you're creating polyrhythms. Right. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about somebody that's going to start putting notes that don't belong to the scale in the wrong tempo and the wrong. Like maybe somebody's playing a tempo that's going like this or somebody's trying to play a tempo that goes like this, but it's out of beat. And, and, and so now you're having these two beats that are like pushing and fighting against each other. And, blah, 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 blah. 
And that could be cool if you're a genius and you know how to put all of that stuff together. But when you're in the shadow, you're doing it because you're impatient. And now you're pushy. And now translate that music example into your life. What is really flowing in the moment? How are we pushing what we want? What are we holding back? What aren't we saying? What are we, what are we afraid? And it's all that. We're afraid that God's not going to get it right. We don't trust that God's going to get it right. We don't trust the universe. We don't trust God. That is the core of patience, right? So the pushy, reactive nature, it's going to, they push others around. You know, they become aggravated and they, they certainly lash out for no apparent reason. I just had an experience like that last week. It was really, it was, it was enlightening. I was like, oh my God, look at that. <laughs> it's like, okay, where that came from? And it was beautiful because now, now I'm becoming aware of that stuff and I'm not judging it. I'm not looking at, ah, this fucker is like doing this shit to me. I'm looking at them and saying, wow. I've been there. I've done that. I've had something like that. And now I can see it. And that doesn't mean you're going to play their games, you know, because at that point now you're aware and you're conscious and you're like, well, no, thank you. You know, I love you. I respect you. Go live your life. <laughs> you know, And so, so these people, right, they, 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 um, they tend to manifest very inharmonious situations. Again, where natural timing is out of synchronization, the rhythm of life is perfect syncing. The universe, the stars, everything in nature has an order. I remember from this movie Avatar, right? The 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 this uh, blue uh, Navi, right? They they understood that the forest had an order, and so at the beginning of the movie, this this uh, this uh, soldier was just breaking the order with fire and noises and stuff, and that's why he ended ended up being being attacked, right? So it's understanding this this synchronization of life, and uh, they nothing seems easy for the pushy, right? His life is always deliberately blocking their path. These kind of natures stubbornly push on, making the situation worse and worse and worse until something or someone has to snap in order to release the pressure. Because at the very core, there's this fear. That God is not going to get it right. That's manifesting as impatience. That's that's being expressed as pushing around. Get out of the way. Why aren't things my way? I'm pissed off. Fuck you all. La, 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 la. Somebody's going to snap out there. You know, like that. Uh, I saw that video of Mike Tyson. <laughs> it was hilarious. There's this nincompoop in the, in the airplane, right? Just like fucking with Mike Tyson. He's drunk and he's stupid. And he's like, hey, you, why don't you, like, show me how you can be. <laughs> show me how you can hit. And Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson. He's like, what, 60 now or something. But he's Mike Tyson. And uh, and so he's just there, just taking it, taking it, taking it. And at some point, he just stands up and just <laughs> sits him down with a good, like, solid, you know, deliver on the face. It was, it, was, it was like, okay, that's what happens. We are pushy and, and it, it just keeps going on. And at some point, that pressure needs to be released. And this is what happens in our life. It could be a car crash. It could be cancer. It could be a divorce. All of these things eventually reach to the point where like, okay, are you going to wake up and stop doing that? And no one can tell you that but life. 
And when we see people like that, the only thing we can do is love them because they are us. They are having the experience that either we already have or that we could not even handle because there's people are handling stuff that, you know, they're epic people out there. We're all here for a very specific amount of experience that we can handle at a certain given time. So, um, so the resistance to the natural patterns of life eventually brings one to a turning point, both in the repressed and or the reactive natures. At such turning points, the only decision is, do I want to begin living again? And that's it. Because living again is, is not on your terms. It's on the terms of the universe. You, do, you have your intent, you have your vision, you have your creations, you, have, you live your life, you show up to life, you move forward. But it's about flowing with the rhythm of the universe. If you don't like how something is flowing, it's not about hijacking it and, and pushing it around or, you know, saying, hey, why is in life my way? Life is what it is. And so it, it's always a way of, okay, how can I evolve to become the next iteration of myself, the next octave of reality? How can I sing at a higher tone? And this is what life is always sending us. How are you going to sing on a higher tone? How are you going to sink? Sing and sink. <laughs> they sink in, with life and flow with life and jam with life. And now you're... And, and it's always what I've discovered. It's always, it's always more relaxed. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be lack of energy. You could still be like energized and doing active stuff. But it's more, more peaceful within. Like there's less struggle. And it's because we're letting this go. So the question again is, do I want to begin living again? Whatever a person decides, it must be respected as a part of the wider pattern of life. We have no idea what people need. We're here to learn how to allow, allow ourselves, allow the universe, allow each other's we are, we are, well, unless they are, you know, like raping children and that shit, you know, at the point you chop their head off. You know, there's that, th this is the kind of darkness that's coming out into the world. You know, if something has, has been rotten to that level, it needs to be excised. And that is love. Because it's, it's, it's polluting the entire of, of this reality, right? But that's, that's for another, another podcast. We've reached the end of the episode today. Um. The podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. Follow us on Telegram. The, uh, just push on the, uh, on the tab, on the news tab at the bottom of TV. The link should also be on any app you're listening to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, all of this. Any, all the, you know, there should be the link there. And, uh, um, and there's uh, on, on, on TV on the news tab, there's also the link to the chat room. And we have a Truth Social account. And I keep like, I'm just kind of waiting until the Twitter comes out so we can go back to the mainstream and start like shooting. Really like we've been like withheld for like two years now. We're like ready to kick some ass now. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host Epifanio and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.